This is Things You Might Have Heard, and I am Jay Cleveland Payne. I am about to present to you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories you may have missed, but a little added context to all. In the queue, we have eight stories from yesterday, yesterday's great stories that you helped us vet and we put into this conversational newscast here. We'll go through the vetting process in a bit, and of course, in the whole thing with some fun things for today that you won't want to miss. Stay tuned till the end. If you want to see more details about how things work out, go to our website. This is a conversationproject.com for more information about our full offerings or email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com to discuss going back and forth. Now let's get into the news headlines for today, starting off with the first headline for Wednesday, December the 6th, 2023. The first headline reads like this. The Marvel's box office won't reportedly won't be reported by Disney anymore, which means our national nightmare that is the Marvel's is kind of over, at least, well, kind of over, at least for the reporting. What we're hearing from Marvel, from Disney, what we're hearing from the people behind the scenes is they're done saying about the numbers because they just get getting worse. We would expect that the movie's been out about four weeks, so the numbers don't usually get this much better after four weeks. But after such a horrible open, for many reasons no one can really pinpoint to, but there's a lot of reasons that have been thrown at it, the Marvel's movie box office numbers won't be reported out on a daily tally anymore uh pretty soon it'll be on streaming and you won't be worrying about it there and it will be a part of the greater marvel cinematic universe where you have to watch the movie for just a few clips to the next upcoming scenes but one of the biggest things about the marvels itself was you had to watch two tv shows to had really nothing to do with captain marvel and of course captain marvel to understand what was going on and just watch the Nick Fury show, which was there but not there. It didn't really, really sort of was there. It got really confusing. Marvel fatigue is real. We'll see what happens in the next movie that comes out. But right now, the Marvels will stop promoting itself, at least its money it's earning, by Disney. Next headline reads like this one. Steve Bannon and Cash Patel warn Morning Joe staff that Trump's threats of revenge are real. Now, last night, Trump was on Fox News, and he was asked by Sean Hannity, point blank, are you going to be a dictator? And he was like, well, day one, yeah, but after that, no, I'll be good. The, the problem with that answer is that everyone is afraid that Donald Trump's going to go back on the retaliation or actually go never really stop retaliating once he gets back in office. Steve Bannon and Cash Patel did a little chit-chat on one of the podcasts. I don't know whose podcast it was, Steve's or, or, or Cash's, uh, probably Steve's. And they were just talking about how Morning Joe, the staff there, the folks on Morning Joe were talking about all of the retribution that Donald Trump has been claiming he will do that's been sort of a overarching theme over morning joe lately and those two guys bannon and Battelle, were like dude trump's got this trump's going to do this trump is going to come back against everybody so watch your backs the hard part about this is it's so outlandishly understandably real that trump is going to do this and the bigger issue is the people who are backing trump kind of want this to happen. We are people who like retribution. We like to see uh, our our enemies fail, our enemies being crushed. Not so much the bad guys, because the bad guys is all subjective, but our enemies. Donald Trump has made a lot of enemies over time and has made a lot of enemies in the last six years. And with the power of the presidency, and that will keep him out of jail, he'll have a lot of power to do some things now that he knows how it works, because the first time he didn't really know how it worked, to make things happen. Not necessarily great things for any of us. 
continuing on that theme. Liz Cheney mulling a third-party bid will decide in the next few months. Liz Cheney's trying to sell a book. And when you're trying to sell a book, you're doing one of two things on this level. You're trying to make some money, which will make a little bit of money, and you're trying to get booked for more speaking gigs so you can test out some ideas. People running for president write these big old books and go for it. Everybody on stage right now wrote some sort of book before they announced their presidency to kind of go into the detail and put a little bit of a, a teaser for folks to see what they're all about. Liz Cheney's been doing this more or less all their life as the daughter of that guy Dick and, of course, just being in the political realm forever and being one of the highest ranking politicians in Congress while she was there in her last go-around. Of course, now she's no longer in Congress and no longer has that, that sway because the people essentially weren't going to vote her in because they kind of like Trump. Her people in her state kind of like Trump more than her. It is what it is. But Liz Cheney saying the same things that everyone else is saying. If it will prevent Donald Trump from winning, she may jump in. She's thinking about it in a few months. The big question is, do enough people want Liz Cheney in the race to either take numbers away from Donald Trump or to beat him outright? The answer to that question is probably not, as we'll get to in our final story for the headlines today, because it's an interesting question. Donald Trump is leading all the polls, leading all the responses, taking all the oxygen out of all the air for people trying to run for president for the Republicans and in general. And literally nobody wants to see him run yet or no one in the realm of, of the independents, I guess they kind of supposed to run the show are doing. But as far as the party, as far as the people supporting, as far as the GOP, he's the man. Everybody else are almost rans. And we'll get back to that in a bit. The next headline we have reads like this. Senator Tommy Tuberville drops his hold on hundreds of military nominees. NBC News is where we got this story, but it's all over the place after it was done. He lifted his hold on all military promotions at three-star rank and below, announcing over, amounting to over 425 promotions that have been held up for 10 months. 10 months. Now, if you wait long enough, Coach Tuberville's defense is going to crumble, and it did. And just in time for the bowl season, the, the defense and his hold on all these promotions are done. Now, essentially, everybody was starting to hate Tuberville at this point because the Democrats, you know, because he's a Republican and was holding up stuff, the Republicans are like, dude, we are the military folks. Why are you not letting, you know, captains get their promotions? They're captains. And the whole point that about it was he had the power because of the way Senate works, where everybody just sort of agrees on some things. And one person's like, you know what? I'm going to question it. We're not going to go forward with this. Things that are boilerplate, things that are just kind of rubber stamped, like promotions. And, you know, you don't, you don't go by them. You have to either go by them one by one, 425 of them, or just say, hey, everybody gets promoted in this in this batch. He held on to that because he wanted to fight the policy for military travel for military soldiers, women who were going who wanted to get abortions, but were in a state where they were illegal and wanted to travel to get one done to another state. He didn't want the military or the government paying for that. Uh, many folks believed that. However, his way of fighting this as a newish senator was just hold off all all nominations for all promotions for the military, period. We'll see how this plays out as now people start getting their promotions and a lot of big high spots, three-star spots for commandants of various uh, places, including, I believe, the Joint Chiefs of Staff will now be able to be filled and get back to whatever normal is at this point in time. Although I don't think we'll ever get back to anything that's really normal going forward. Speaking of not normal, here's a headline that popped up kind of randomly late in the evening. I posted it fairly late and you guys responded. 
So we're talking about it for the Wednesday edition. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes's exes, Andrew Shue and Marlena Feebig, are dating. So Amy Robach, TJ Holmes, TJ Holmes, Amy Robach, they were uh, stars, if you will, rising stars uh, for ABC's uh, Good Morning America Morning Stuff. Amy Robach was there for a long time. TJ Holmes had been there for quite a bit, did a, quite a bit of things. And uh, I don't really know him, but because I live in Arkansas and many folks all say they work with him, got a chance to know a lot about him in his upcorn days because I watched people cheering him on in every single one of his stops at CNN for his thing he did at BET when he finally landed at, at ABC and GMA and all stuff going great everybody loved him and he took that hour extra hour of gma and and took it for fun and then he turned it into the new stuff for covid and then amy robach joined on to make it a a big uh, twosome then it became an actual twosome they became date they started dating and they got public and apparently robin roberts was pissed off and they got fired for it and it happens and right now they're out there on the red carpet loving each other guess what they were both married at the time Amy Robach married to Andrew Shue. You may remember that guy. And TJ Holmes, his wife, Marley Feebig. They were married. They went through divorces. They are officially divorced, so they're free to do what they want to. Here's the weird thing. And the article, at least the robot editor didn't pull those pieces out, but the rumors, the innuendos, the words, the reason why we can't drop this story is that apparently Shue and Feebig are dating. The exes are dating the ex of the exes. It's what's in the news. We'll see if anybody is substantial on this one. We'll see what's happening going forward. But with everybody divorced, everybody's free to love who they want to love. And apparently they're all loving the others. It seems like it's some weird um, TV show that you would see, some 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 odd show that they'd have on the USA Network back in the, the early 2000s. But apparently it's the truth. Let's go to the truth about Cardi B. She and her husband are basically unfollowing each other on social media. She posts about their outgoing relationships, and they are not being seen together. Cardi B made a big splash uh, with her runway debut, debut, I say it that way, debut, if sometimes, uh, this fall at a 2000 show in Los Angeles doing her modeling thing for reals. Her husband, no, not there. Offset accused Cardi B of cheating on him in June. She denied it, and now Offset saying, well, yeah, I kind of made it up. I was just sort of drunk when I did that. And, of course, Cardi B is saying their relationship is splitting up. They're, they're, it's just not working. We'll see how long it will last going forward. And as the, because they're famous and it's public, it'll be famously public going forward. Panera Bread faces a second wrongful death lawsuit overcharged them. And a second person has died. And they claim it was lack of warning about the caffeinated beverage ingredients uh, leading this customer to suffer a fatal cardiac arrest. Both the customers that had conditions uh, that led to them drinking, uh, led to them uh, should be staying away from the large amounts of caffeine in the charged lemonade. Panera expressed a sympathy for the new family and, of course, re-addressed the sympathy for the other family that passed. But we will see this one playing out very much in court going forward. Now, um, there have now been extremely uh, big efforts to label the charged lemonade as something that is uh, extremely um, potent, if you will. It contains 260 milligrams of caffeine in a regular size, 390 in the, in the large size. That's the equivalent of three regular cans of Red Bull, downing three big cans of Red Bull in one charge of lemonade, which is what it is. We'll see if they actually just stop selling it, which is probably the best thing to do. Now, wrapping it up, this is from our teaser graphic, if you watched the video, and one of our teaser stories, if you will. And it's a, two stories in one. It's a story about the fourth GOP, GOP debate, which will have only four people in it, making the cut 
are Chris Christie barely making a cut. Also, we have Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Nikki Haley. But the real story is the fact that it's being hosted on News Nation. News Nation is a station I actually watch a lot of, and I watch it over other things on purpose to get what there. It's not exactly uh, a, a fully right or left-wing thing. In fact, it's more of an Island of Misfits toys type of, of station where many of the people that they're promoting are people who have some issues. Um, Elizabeth Fargus, who was actually one of the people moderating the debate, had her issues at ABC and is getting a second or maybe third life here for News Nation. A Chris Cromo, he had his issues at CNN and Sirius XM, he's getting second life here. Dan Abrams, not no long, not really an outcast, but sort of a wild card in itself going forward. Ashley Banfield, who has who's done nothing really wrong, but just had bad luck being places, she's doing things as well. It follows more along the lines of a true crime-ish type thing. It was built off the bones of WGN uh, uh, way back when so the old cable station news the old uh, super stations wgn is essentially what it turned into and after stop airing reruns of in the heat of the night went to news all day long it's trying to be a real news station it's trying to grow up and be a real news station if you will uh we'll see how news nation carries this debate you'll also have megan kelly formerly of fox now of sirius xm uh doing it as well and have making her her return to the debate stage to give some gravitas to this one four people on stage running for the presidency uh, running for the republican nomination specifically None of those people, Donald Trump. So not only does it really matter, but it is a big show for News Nation, yet it doesn't technically matter at all. Let's talk about our errors, apologies, and missions. Nothing really to apologize for. No real errors today. Uh, we've done some some tweaks. If you noticed them, uh, reply back to us an email and let us know uh, how you like or not like these things going forward, including speeding things up. A couple of stories. A lot of stories I actually wanted to uh, put in omissions, but this one is a big one. We may come back to it for the weekend if it picks itself up. Nicolas Cage announces end of his movie acting career. Now, Nicolas Cage isn't so much retiring or quitting. He's just retiring and quitting for now. He's got things going on. Nick Cage is going to back away from the movie business right now because after having to basically do a lot of really bad movies to make some money and now doing some fairly good movies, getting some accolades, now that he can kind of breathe a little bit, he's tired. He needs a break. He may come back and do a couple things, you know, here or there. He might do a TV show here or there. But right now, he's dropping out of acting for the ex extreme time being. Expecting not to do any new movies for any time soon. And if he never does another one again, well, then it's your loss because he's Nick Cage and, you know, he is what he is. Now, let's talk about our teaser story for today, which is actually a story we could talk about tomorrow specifically how it works out that way if you want to talk about this story you just simply go to our feeds you want to talk about any story actually you go to our feeds on facebook and twitter facebook.com slash this is a conversation project twitter.com or x.com slash th underscore conversation every 50 minutes or so we post a new story to y'alls to engage in you want you to read it so you can get some details on stories going out there that you may have missed or a story particularly that people are talking about that we want to get deeper into you just like it, love it, hate it, share it on that platform. We take that engagement, turn it into a real number score, and we take these stories that are the best to pull to talk from. Tuesday through Friday, it's the top 15 stories of the day. We get over 30 stories within a, a day's worth of capture. If you take the top 15, pull eight, give them to you in the headlines. Monday, it's 10 stories from top 30 of the weekend where we get over 90 stories over that span of three days plus. This story is one that's going to start a fight. And I pulled it out there. There are plenty of other stories that are actually, you know, decent news stories that you probably should know about. Here, I'm just trying to poke buttons. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Half of Americans say, ho, ho, no. In a new Yahoo News YouGov poll, 
Now, the poll went out that says, and you see, if you're looking at the video, you can see the numbers there. It's split up. 50% say Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. 26% say yes. 23% say not sure. So it's not even kind of a, uh, a fight on this one. Basically, all the people who love the movie and just say it's a Christmas movie, um, apparently in the poll of real people, air quotes, say it's not. Oh, by the way, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Uh, it, it just it just is. Um, it is. But if you're ready to have this fight, engage in the story, reply in the comments, and I'll probably put a, do a quick TikTok on this one before we get out of here for the main work job. And you can reply to that one as well. We want you to also visit our sponsors, our sponsors page at thisisconversationproject.com at sponsors. And today we're spotlighting uh, Zenny Optical, Z-E-N-N-I. So visit this is a conversationproject.com slash Zenny so that you can get your next pair of glasses. And Christmas is coming and you're going to be out of money if you're not already fairly soon. But the beginning of the year is also coming. You want to start off fresh, start off new, and maybe for that Christmas, a gift for yourself. A great gift for yourself would be a great new pair of glasses. And Zenny Optical offers up great glasses, great frames, not cheap, great lenses, not cheap, and great fashion for all men, women, and children at a great price. And you don't have to pay $100 to send back five pairs of glasses. You go to Zenny Optical. You do everything in your place else. You can put do the, the, online, um, the online show thing so you can see how you look in your glasses. You can see what's going on. You can get glasses that do blue blocking, glasses that do transitions. Glasses do everything as well for a great price, which is less than you'll see in other places. And if you don't like them, send the one pair of glasses back. And they'll send you your money back. That's it. Don't get six pairs pairs to send five back and pay a whole bunch of money because they're going to hold on to it get the glasses you want get two or three pairs of glasses because they're going to be that inexpensive and just live the life get sunglasses get sports glasses get what you need from zenny optical this is a conversation project.com slash z-e-n-n-i zenny and it's a it's a affiliate link so when you purchase from them we get a bit back from them so thank you so much for checking them out because i've bought my glasses from zenny for over 10 years and i buy the same frames and I love them. I love my glasses. You can love your glasses too from Zenny. If you love us, we'd appreciate you letting us know. Email the conversation project at this is a, or visit the conversation project at this is conversationproject.com. Email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. Um, visit our feeds, which we talk about all the time because that's how we get the stories to talk about. That's right there. Stop by our website and visit sponsors and check out the partnerships page and see if there's ways you want to help us out there as well. And just let us know what we're doing. The biggest thing you can do for free is let us know what we're doing well and not so well. If you think we could do things better, let us know. If you want to really help us do things better, visit the partnerships page and, and go that route. But if you think we can do a few things better, let us know. Keep it a few things, things just uh, to tease. While we 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 played around with some stuff, we added some lights. Um, I've changed some of the angles and the views on the thing, so maybe you've seen some difference there. We had some issues with some of the slides because I ended up erasing some of my templates, so some things look different, not by design. Hopefully, you like them because uh, we we I don't think we can find the old templates back. Uh, otherwise, we'll be working on some old templates again. But let us know how you like some of the switches and changes that we popped in so far this week, and some few more are popping in every couple days uh, while we work through the season. We know the drop of uh, views will happen during the season because it's Christmas and people are taking vacations, they're not up at normal times, they're not doing regular routines. Uh, so we understand that. But hopefully we will join, get some more people to join since they're, you know, 
on different routines and different things may pop up going that way. We need subscribers. We need uh, partners. We need your help. We need people to check out the feeds. So the biggest thing we can do, ask you to do for this season of giving is give a little bit of time and share what we do to others and try to grow the family. We appreciate that very much. Now, the fun stuff for this morning, we always wrap up the show with fun stuff and we always start fun stuff with birthdays every single weekday morning. Today, we are spotlighting our brother's birthday, Andrew Cuomo. We talked about Chris Cuomo just sort of in, in, sort of in passing in the News Nation story. But Andrew Cuomo, the former governor of New York City and once time uh, you know, focused and maybe be the savior to save us from Donald Trump and be our next president, not going to happen anytime soon. His redemption story, although Trump never really had to redeem anything, his redemption story for Cuomo is still ongoing. In fact, he's still being sued by folks, so I think his redemption story is going to be extended for quite some time before we get that part. But 66 years old on the day for Mr. Former Governor Andrew Cuomo. On this day in 1877, the Washington Post newspaper was first published. And, of course, it's still kind of been a thorn in the side of uh, politicians and people ever since, although 1886... Um, you know, fewer politicians to complain about or fewer ways to kind of complain in, in, in the open. The Washington Post is one of the nation's obviously oldest new papers, a storied institution, and some people love it, some people hate it, some people wish the whole rag would go away. Posted, published this day, first time, 1877. On this day, we celebrate Microwave Oven Day. Microwave ovens are a curious creation that came about from the space race, believe it or not. A scientist wandering through um, a laboratory while they were working on one of the Apollos uh, had a chocolate bar in his pocket. And then he noticed that the chocolate bar was all wet, runny, and melted. He had to figure out, hey, that's weird, what went on? Found out he walked past a machine that generated microwaves, and the microwaves cooked the bar, melted the bar uh, without heat. It just did it there. From there, it was tooled, it was tweaked, and that's essentially how we got microwave ovens, how we got you know our our a our upgrade from the TV dinner, which was the the original thing they took the space to kind of eat in those things. The upgrade to TV dinner was the microwave dinner, where you didn't have to put it in the oven, you put it in the microwave oven and went there. Microwaves originally were about the size of of uh, Buicks and Toyotas. Now, of course, they're teeny tiny. You can put them in the drawing room. They're very, very sleek. With that, we're wrapped up for this Wednesday, December 6th, 2023, in this edition of Things You Might Have Heard. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. I thank you so much for being a part of the show. Uh, email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing, things we knew better, things we can do not so worse. Let us know how some of the tweaks we had in today worked out, because I think they look pretty good, but sometimes, you know, you get surprised how they affect folks. So I liked them. If you don't like them, we can shift back and we can compromise on those levels. In the meantime, we want to make sure you stay limber, stay hydrated, stay on task for all the grand things you're here to do. Oh, today is the 6th of December. I've said that part, but I didn't say that it's 24 days till Christmas. 24 days till Christmas. Oh, that's not even right. I can't do math today. 19 days till Christmas. The uh, way 19 days till Christmas. 19 days till Christmas. Oh yes, 19 days till Christmas. Um, that's it for the day. We're going to get on another, on it for more for tomorrow because we're already posting new stories 24/7 every 50 minutes for you to engage in. So get to engaging. Get my script written for tomorrow, and we'll see you tomorrow morning.